So let's uh, let's start another week of school. I want to try to make this a little bit more roleplay e, um, and try to start seeing how running the game goes on my end. Um, I've never run kids on bikes before, uh, so we're, we'll see how this goes. Um, so uh, how how do your characters get to school? It's a small town. Yep. So I'm pretty sure Sam. I'm pretty sure Sam walks if she can. She could. But also, there's an uh, there's a seventy-eight uh, gremlin that is at her ava- that is that is available to her. Like it's <laughs> raining. Okay. Yep. So that, in my mind, that's a pretty. It's an awesome car, but 78 would be, like, not new. Mm-mm. Nope. And it, it's probably not in great shape, either. Like, it's, it's not a car that's been... It hasn't gotten a lot of TLC over the last yeah. Is 15 that, years. So so that's, ju- that's junky, but not, like, dangerously so. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Is, accep- is that acceptable? Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh... There are there are kids who walk. There are kids who take the bus. Some kids have their own cars to drive. Um, some kids probably bike in. There's probably a couple of kids that skateboard in. Um, I mean, it is kids on bikes. So yeah. Have a bike. Yeah. Kids on gremlins. Kids on gremlins. It's a whole different game. <laughs> oh, game. Um, or they are doing a spinoff of of kids on bikes called Kids on Broomsticks. I think. Yes. Yes. Um, so but most we'll the be time, there. Yeah, most of the time she'll walk, or Sam will walk, or or take her. She'll do her. She'll do her bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we she'll walk or do her do the bike. But on inclement weather, or if she has to like cart people around, this mm-hmm. 1978 Gremlin. Yep. Is at her disposal. Yeah, she's probably got a BMX. Oh, without question. Right. Um, oh yeah, and this is probably why she's late. Like why she gets in trouble for being tardy, because yeah. she knows she has to. If she's going to walk, she has to leave her house by like six forty-five, and she doesn't care. Yeah. Or if she rides her bike yeah. in, um, yeah. and she she stops to like jump off some steps or something, yeah. <laughs> you know, she, that, stopped, she just she stopped at the uh, she'll stop at the quick trip. Yep. Um, for uh. For some, for some like Mountain Dew a thing yet? I think so. Pepsi. It, Pepsi yeah. Definitely. Yep. Pepsi. Pepsi. <laughs> a big, a big Slurpee. A, yeah, like a yeah, big yeah, frozen, yeah. like a big. The gas station to, to get way too much sugar way too yep. early in the morning. Yep. So, 
Uh, yeah. That's Sam. That's Sam. Yeah. Sam wouldn't let, wouldn't let people see it, but she's probably the kid who would, like, at the soda fountains, do, like, suicides with everything. Like, a little bit of everything, and she probably does that with the Slurpee machine, too. And, like, probably is, like, a little... As much as Sam can be, like, a little kid anymore, that's probably where she gets, like, a little bit of childish joy from, like, I can't wait to get to the blue raspberry level in the Slurpee. That's exactly exactly it. So that that tends to make her a little late, but priorities, man. Oh, for Um, sure. So that's 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 Sam's... uh, off to school. Okay. Um, what about Aelin? I have an I have an idea for Aelin, but I I want you to I want to hear what you have to say, Shauna. How does Aelin get to school? Well, she has siblings she has to take care of, so she'd have to get the siblings to school. Okay. So she'd have to have some sort of vehicle. Yep. I was thinking she might need to have this. I'm a oh. visual person. So this is like okay. a seventy-five Ford Pinto. <laughs> hey. <laughs> The Pinto was one of my ideas. <laughs> this one with the primer halfway up. Yep. That... the primer's on the bottom, then it's going to absorb all the water, so there's definitely cancerous rot under there. <laughs> and there's, like, rust going that through, looks... you can't see it. That, yeah, my parents had a Pinto <laughs> when I was very little. Um, now that's unsafe at, at any speed. Yes, <laughs> Yeah, the famous. Yeah, I was gonna say. All fit in with seatbelts, so nobody's wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> no, I was gonna say it either had to be a Pinto or a station wagon with the wood paneling on the side. <laughs> yes, that was my other thought. <laughs> nice, but the Pinto works. I like that we've got two beater cars at our. Oh yeah. <laughs> at our disposal um okay good um we'll have to figure out who picks the kids up from school at some point um okay that's yeah days that she works um so what about chris how does chris get to school okay so on days that that on days that there's rain Mm -hmm. one of her parents um drives her in this wait can i share can you see that? Did I share it properly? I don't, a, a micro bus? A micro bus. Yes. <laughs> a seat sound micro bus. That has yes. Perfect. And then on days that she can drive, she can drive, she can drive. On days that she doesn't have someone drive her. Look at that chopper bike. Yes. It one of these. This is what we had as kids. <laughs> siblings hand-me-downs she gets made made fun of because I can't imagine why (laughs) (laughs) I would make fun of a kid on that now (laughs) no see that's a flex right there that is a a big time flex on a bike I thought you were going to say like chunky roller skates like the kind of over your shoes so on days that it's that are raining her parents will take her in a you know, beat down like, <laughs> micro bus. bus. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yep. Yes. It's like the and mystery machine. So you can take brush marks. <laughs> and then with the bike, 
She doesn't have her own bike, so she just has to use whichever of these is available. Yeah. Because there's like nine kids in her family, right? Yep. The front of her, the front of her house, is, is like with all the chopper bikes lined up. Yep. Just strewn with bikes. Most of them like, choppers. Just like a little biker bar. <laughs> she gets mad at her siblings one day and like kicks the one on the end and they all fall over like in a we movie. learned to ride bikes on and then what would happen was like if we didn't have enough bikes one of us would sit on that like thing at the back the grill thing yep. oh yeah that hurt <laughs> well, yeah. fantastic yeah, okay that saves me from having to create a bus driver. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Do you want to create a bus driver? No, I'm. Oh no, no. Uh, Sam can. Sam can have her license revoked real quick. <laughs> I think it'll. I think it'll happen eventually. I think that we have to deal with like the high school trauma of being, especially for the characters that are older, of having to be like the junior or senior who still has to ride the bus. I mean, that was the thing where I went to school. Like, oh, as soon as you had a way to get off the bus, you had to get off the bus. Right. Um, field trips, man. Call yeah. Bus driver, field trips. Oh, yeah, it's a good idea. A field trip someplace. Where yeah. You get to drive, because that's a lawsuit, brother. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lawsuit. I don't, care if you, I don't care if you're pushing a Porsche. Yeah, I know exactly who the... Like, I have, a, I have an idea in mind for the bus driver. I did a, a student orientation at my job once... And the, they take the, the incoming first-year class to do, like, a charity project. And so I went with one group of my advisees to um, a uh, an animal shelter that's kind of in the back mountain area a little bit. And so you have to take, like, a lot of back roads to get there. And this bus driver was trying to, like, take that bus back to 1955, I think. <clears throat> I mean, it was, like, 90 miles an hour. The bus got air a couple of times, and he was blasting, like, metal <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> so this guy just I love it. Had, a, had a death wish, I guess, that he was trying to pass off to everybody else on that bus. Um, yeah, yeah, he's very much like that guy. Um, okay, so uh, it's, not, it's not raining today. Um, but it's cold, so you probably would have driven, um, each of you, if you could, or or got a ride on the the microbus. Um, uh, so you you each get to school around the same time, and uh, like I said, it's it's cold, it's dreary. Um, there's not really snow on the ground. It hasn't snowed in a while. Um, it's definitely that point in winter where um, you're sick of winter. Right, like the the newness of winter has yeah. has worn off. Um, the holidays are are gone. Um, you're st- I don't know if I guess it's up to you how your characters would think about Valentine's Day. Um, obviously, Sam would hate it. Um, the other two, I don't know if it's something that they would look forward to or not, or have well, friends that might hate that, that it's not a real holiday. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> Sam's not anti holidays, but. She's anti-Hallmark. Hallmark, like, what yep. are you doing? <laughs> this is, like, all for, she's, all for fe- she's all for festivity. Like, she's not, uh-huh. you know, Daria. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we'll have to do something in a few episodes about the the tension of the rose deliveries during school <clears throat> and who who got a rose or not. Um, oh, Did you have different color roses? That's what we had. Yellow meant just friendship. Red meant love. That was oh, that's awkward. awkward. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I froze up again. Was it awkward how I froze? No, I don't know. No, no, awkward roses. Yeah, oh, talking yeah. about. So, you like getting Valentine's, but she doesn't like Valentine's Day. That's Sam. Okay, she's a Valentine's Day truther, a little bit. Um, okay, so, yeah. Yeah. Well. Chris, <laughs> I think Chris should know the actual history. We're like, <laughs> well, St. Valentine's Day is actually, that's my two cents. She strikes me as somebody who knows the history of St. Valentine's. Let's see. <laughs> but that's just my, that's my she's precocious. I mean, it is based on a massacre, so nice. Yeah, there was, like, let me look. The, right? Valentine's Day um, history. Origin. History origin, let's see. I mean, all the saints were sacrificed at one point, right? Or else they wouldn't be saints. Yeah. Something along those lines. Pretty much. But that, just my, that was my thinking. Yeah. It's not mandatory at all. No, it seems in line with her character. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it comes from a priest who was martyred in 270 by the emperor Claudius Gothicus. That sounds like love to me. The priest signed a letter from your Valentine to his jailer's daughter who had befriended him. That feels like something Sam, that feels like something Sam would aggressively know. Or not uh Chris would exe- aggressively know. But she's also a big fan of the candy. For sure. Yeah. Which candy, but, but which candy? Like the hearts? Any yeah, any chocolate candy. She'll be okay. like, yep, yeah, I'm in. Fair enough. Because then she'll also have the like chemical thing of the endorphins that chocolate releases. <laughs> she has a scientific reason. Yes. She's, she's, she's enjoying chocolates totally different to all the pot her parents smoke. It's, it's good for it's good for your brain, but it doesn't mess with your brain. Like it's the dark chocolate. Oh, yeah, she would be one of those kids that has like the super dark chocolate bars that are almost unbearable to eat. Eighty <laughs> percent. Yep. Like, oh, what makes your face pucker? Awesome. It's a painkiller. We should have that instead of healing potions. <laughs> this is disgusting dog chocolate bars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you're you're pulling up. Um, there's kind of a, a loop where buses go um, through and parents dropping their kids off go through. So the microbus is definitely in there. Um, kids laughing at, at the microbus again. Um, I think the microbus probably gives off a lot of exhaust, which t- leads into the uh, what the kids know about Chris's parents uh, and their pothead imagery. <laughs> um, but they even they wouldn't they wouldn't be full Cheech and Chong at 
seven o'clock in the morning. I don't think. I think no, they'd be. As she exits the microvan, there's like this big puff of incense that comes out. <laughs> Gross. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it just like belches out of the car. Yep. So she kind of, she comes out smelling of a mixture of patchouli and frankincense. Yep. <laughs> Awesome. She's such, in my mind, she is such a greasy, like, like visually greasy little girl, <laughs> you know? Like, her acne problems are going to be horrible <laughs> if they are not. Like, and, and because of her parents, she cuts her own hair. Because, and so when she thinks it's getting too long, she just basically takes shears to them and, and chops up what she can. <laughs> Poor Chris. Poor Chris. And, oh, better, because she has the skin problem, and because she knows her chemistry, she's always trying new products that she creates. Oh, yeah, good call. And what she does is activate the problem, but she keeps trying all these different combinations of salicylic acid. Oh, boy. I can see she definitely gets chemical burns one day, because that's a thing that happens when people use, like, those charcoal masks that are too strong, and... (laughs) Or it just, just, just dries out. I love it. Yeah. So we're all, we're pulling up. Yes. We yep. got our spots. I got, we got our, we got our, our student parking spots, I, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and so you, you get to campus and there's a little bit of a crowd gathered near the flagpole. Um, from what you can see, um, over the crowd as you get closer, and I, I don't know how much Chris would be able to see because in my mind she's kind of short, um, there's there's definitely there might be a fight or something happening. Um, no grown ups have shown up there yet. Um, do you want to investigate it or you just want to go into class, go into school? Uh, do I play on char- Do I play on character or not? Uh, yeah, no. Um, that seems like a lot of that seems like a lot. <laughs> okay. Seems- that doesn't seem like it's any of uh, Sam's business, mm-hmm. and she'll like if it is, like she'll hear about it later. <laughs> it's probably somebody's dumb boyfriend did something stupid. Okay, so we got we've got Sam of the boy we're making fun of, or they were like the one from The Simpsons, Brad Ralph. <laughs> yeah, so he could do it back here. Someone someone gave him a wedgie, so. Well, it is. It is Brad. It is Brad. Yeah. Yep. So someone gave him a wedgie, and his brother is pissed, and so Chris would want to kind of like just kind of like maybe not mm-hmm. interact, but just watch. Sam and maybe is... take notes in her book. So <laughs> Sam would bail. Chris would go in, and then Aileen would have to follow Chris for some high school drama. She's not trying to be late for class again. Okay, Chris that's fair. That yep. That's fair. Um, so it is. It is Chris and Aylin, uh in the crowd. Uh, it's um, it's Brad. Brad is the victim here. Um, he uh, has been cornered by two of the school's boys. Uh, their names are um, Brian and Chad. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and there, were, there were probably would be a couple of different Chads in the school, so this he needs a last initial. 
to go with like the eighties nineties image. Uh, so Chad M, <laughs> Chad M, is there and Brian. Um, one of them, uh, it's it's kind of a like a like a mean Abbott and Costello kind of look. One of them is short and stocky, like as like as wide as he is tall, kind of kid. Um, very bad acne scars. Um, a mullet. I think they actually both have mullets for sure. Um, Brian has has the glorious combo of the mullet with the spike in front. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, Chad M is is short and wide. Uh, Brian is is tall and kind of gangly. Um, both just real jerk kids. <laughs> Uh, these boys have very, you gotta look really hard to find any kind of redeeming qualities in these boys, um, at this point in their lives at least. Uh, they've cornered Brad and are, uh, trying to get him to kiss the flagpole. <laughs> close. Like close to yeah. Joe, yeah, yeah, close, uh-huh. Uh, they're trying. They're trying to get Brad to kiss the the frozen flagpole. Um, no, Brad can kiss Lick because then his tongue would get stuck. Yeah, well, his his lips would get stuck too. He's gonna get. He, they're trying to get him stuck to the flagpole. Yeah, for sure. Anything moist is gonna get stuck, and then yep. I get him off with like hot water or whatever. Yep. Oh, moist. No. Yeah. So trying to make him do that. Um. And Brad is, uh. Not really sure. He's like saying, "I don't want to do this, guys. This isn't funny. Um, I don't like." He would say like it's like there's germs on it, or something like that. Um, he'd have like a, a childish reaction to like why he doesn't want to do it, um, and they're kind of like trying to push him into doing it. Um, and now that they have a crowd watching them, uh, they're getting uh, meaner and meaner about it. Um, um, telling him to to kiss the flagpole like he like he likes to kiss his mom um are these kids younger or older they're uh they're 15 okay yeah so they would be sophomores um sophomores here probably um okay so i'm thinking chris would get really worried about it because chris would know that what is going to happen and Aeon would have to step in because she's like an adult and these are little boys <laughs> and Chris is freaking out and mm-hmm. there's a little boy getting harassed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she'd have to do something even if it's really stupid to do something because it seems <laughs> like her MO. Yeah, I mean, she's a protector, right? Yeah. Um. Okay, let me find what do our protectors look like here. Uh, buh, 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 buh. I imagine Aylin like this. Uh, Alright, so um, she uh, she steps in and um, the boys turn on Aylin immediately um, and and are like, uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to try to save your boyfriend? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what a high school kid would say, for sure. Yep, yeah. Yep, and they would definitely start trying to tease Brad and, and say, like, why don't you kiss her instead? Kiss her, kiss the pole. And Brad, now now that there's a girl there, he's uh, 
super mortified. <laughs> really uncomfortable. Um, and ha- and has like a like a lost puppy look in his eyes. Like, help me out of this. Um, but then also like a little bit of that like, this is my chance. <laughs> the, but then also I might get I might get my ass kicked right now. But he's a very dumb kid too. So maybe there isn't that level of calculus <laughs> behind his eyes. <laughs> Yeah, cause this is Ralph, Ralph Wiggum, right? Yeah. His eyes wet. Just wet. Yeah. <laughs> Just watery eyes. Yeah. Uh, yep. A lot <laughs> Yeah. He starts crying. Just yeah. too much. Can't I think he. I think he probably would. I. I think he probably. Like not crying, but almost crying. Like the trying real hard not to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, realistically, he would start crying. Yeah, he would. that's overwhelming, and everyone's yeah. staring at you. And... Yep. Um, and so now, Chad, Chad M, and Brian, um, when he when Brad starts crying, uh, they they now are uh, out for blood, right? Um, just laughing at him. Uh, uh, Chad M uh, starts mock crying himself. <laughs> Um, being really hysterical about it. Um, (laughs) right? Nobody likes so much. (laughs) Yeah, I I could bust out my high school yearbooks and and give you the pictures of these two boys. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly who they are. (laughs) Yes, yep. Um, yeah. Your listeners, think of your own Chad M at this point. <laughs> yeah. Let's have everybody be uh, re-traumatized now. <laughs> at this point, um, um, would, it be, would it be fair? Just um, are, are there people leaving the school? Like, is this a big enough deal to where there are people who are like, did you get, like? They're like, it's drawing a crowd from inside the school, or no? No, it's just it's just okay. attracting people who are getting dropped off. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's, there's probably only, like, one security guard here, and, like, one bus aid, one or two bus aids, um, and maybe even the bus aid, the bus aids are probably older kids who are responsible, um, just to make sure, like, the freshmen don't get lost, if there would even be bus aids there. This kid could have, because a lot of times bullies are bullies because they, they have a lot of, like, bad stuff going on they're not managing emotionally well so I'm wondering if maybe this kid was dropped off at Aylin's house and she ended up babysitting him and he like wet his pants all the time and she calls it out <laughs> you know where Aylin knows where his skeletons are yeah yeah like <laughs> um, she doesn't have to say anything just has a hint of the fact that she knows things just for a just for a little bit of uh, a little bit of color uh, as Sam is going into school uh, there is a sense of responsibility like she's not a sociopath so (laughs) there's one one security guard Mm -hmm. so uh, she'll she'll find them usually they're they're at the the, like the the foyer so she's like I don't know what's going on out there and I don't really care but you know Uh you should you should know about it and then she goes about her day (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh, security guard 
uh, is dressed entirely in stuff that he got from um, a U.S. Army surplus shop. The surplus store, yes. Yep. Uh, uh, Full parka, probably. Um, And he was already he was already having a cigarette when when Sam got out there. Maybe he smoked cigarette. Maybe he smoked cigarillos. Actually. Something gross right in the morning. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Starting his day off right. Um Breakfast of Champions right there. For yeah. Yep. Uh and that could be why he didn't notice because he's just in his own world doing his own thing. Yeah. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's got like big I headphones on. Yeah, I didn't want to make Sam seem like she was just that awful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't think to, I. I think Sam probably wouldn't like narc on people usually, but because Brad is just this kind of helpless little boy, um, yeah. everybody's got a line. So uh, uh, there's there's something happening. I don't know what it is, and I don't care. But, yeah. Um. Probably so the security guard just has like this big like uh, like sigh um, and starts trudging off. Um, towards the fight. Meanwhile, uh, while Chad M is doing this mock crying, uh, Aelin says um, something like, "You know, you better like to Chad M. Uh, you'd better calm down. You know what happens when you get too worked up, <laughs> <laughs> right?" And uh, he, his fake tears. <laughs> now there's a little bit. You know, just the tip of the dagger is in, and if Aelin wanted to push a little further, <laughs> she could. Um, he, but because he's a bully, right? He's not gonna. He's not gonna go after her right now. Um, if this was like a a telltale game, it would say in the corner, Chad M will remember this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Whether he actually does or not, who knows. Uh, much like a Telltale game. <laughs> um, so uh, he uh, he realizes that she's kind of burned him pretty good, um, and he says uh, to Brian, um, he's like, "Hey, we got, let's get out of here anyway. This is lame. Let's get away from these dorks." <laughs> um, and they they leave, and he. Uh, does like the the trying to be a badass like shoulder push to Brad um, as they walk by. I don't think he would. I don't think either of them would do it to Aelin right now, um, especially once the security guard is coming. I may see him kind of trudging along. The guy walks like he's always trying to walk through snow, but there's no snow on the ground. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just. Yeah, like very deliberate. Um, um, yes, yeah. Um, and so uh, the security guard gets there. Um, his name is uh, Mr. Gus. <laughs> and Mr. Gus. Mr. Yes. Gus. Yeah. Um, he's like, all right. And he says to, to Aelin, um, you're like, all right, all right. What's going on? Get to class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, We've all had a Mr. Gus in our lives too. I feel like. 
<laughs> um, right I, from the headlines. <laughs> the thirty-year-old headlines. I uh, I think when when the when Chad and Brian left when they when they bumped into Brad they probably did knock him over, um, and so Mr. Gus grabs Brian by or grabs um, Brad by the the bicep right and just like lifts him up with one arm <laughs> and like and, and says like um like what are you doing on the ground like quit horsing around and get to class what's wrong with you. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's Enough Brad, of this. It's Brad's fault that Brad's on the ground. It is Brad's yeah. fault. And and he would say, he would look, I think his assessment of the situation is bad enough that he would probably blame, he would blame Brad for being on the ground. And uh, he would probably think Aylin is the victim here. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, the boy on the, the boy crying on the ground is certainly the one whose fault it is for this, <laughs> for whatever is going on. <laughs> um, and so the, the rest of the kids break up on um, the, the crowd knows that uh, there's no more action to be had. Um, and uh, go about go about um, getting to class and or figuring out how to skip class or whatever it is they're gonna do <laughs> to start their day off. Um, Brad um, he stays behind. He's like hanging out by the flagpole still. And he's like not sure about going in. Um. What does Chris do during all this? Okay, first I have this vision of what Chris looks like, but with greasy hair that she cut herself. <laughs> yes. That'll, that'll do it. Yep. We're going to have to start right. saving. I think every episode we're going to have to start saving the pictures that you guys pull up um, to, to go into the show notes to really... <laughs> So the listeners can have a, a really complete experience <laughs> with this. Um, so I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that for Mark, um, for everybody. Um, <laughs> what would she do? I mean, she was just absurd. Like, she loves to just take notes of everything. Yeah. So, and she tries to think about how she could, you know, scientifically fix. Uh-huh. So I think she would have just observed, written down notes and made, you know, made kind of like little character, little character, uh, character, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and then also kind of like maybe have these like little notations of hypothesis one. Brad is gonna, then Brad's gonna report to the principal. Hypothesis two, Brad is gonna, you know, skip school and leave. Hypothesis three, and then she waits to see what Brad does. And then, depending on what he does, she'll like mark it down. Like, okay, mm. we got this far. So she wouldn't really. I don't think she would want to interact with them. Okay. Also, because she wouldn't. She'd want to stay out of anybody's radar. Mm-hmm. Like now, they're picking on Brad, so she's like, cool. It's it's his turn. Let him like. So in the meantime, she has like a ratty little notebook where she writes everything down. And. 
Okay. You know? And she might want to stay back a little because she tried a new chemical peel and it didn't go well. <laughs> she doesn't want. She doesn't want people to notice. She doesn't want people to notice that her nose is like tremendously peeling. And she's trying to cover it up with her sister's um, cover girl foundation, and it just made it worse. And he's like feeling sorry for Chris. We've all had that kind of. I feel sorry for all the kids in this. Wasn't it like pads? Oh, yeah. Wasn't that what it was? Like those. Oh yeah, she'd have one of those. (laughs) We had a unicorns because unicorns are they unicorns? Unicorns don't exist, so she—they'd have to be like the tiger, (laughs) the tiger, or something. Because, you know, her scientific brain, man, she'd be like, uh, yeah, unicorns are big no. But the tie-dye cheetah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and another thing about Chris is that she's still, like, um, she's 14, but she still hasn't, she still hasn't entered puberty in all its glory. So she's so that's why she's short. She has breakdowns, breakouts, but um, and so sometimes she tries to experiment with different tonics because she wants. She kind of does want to tonics reach. She doesn't want to be the last one. Well, she already is because she's. She already is. Yeah. The late onset. I did not. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, Aelin, you would see that Brad is, uh, he's still hanging around the flagpole, and he's kind of looking at the flagpole and looking back at the school and back at the flagpole. Um, he seems like he's kind of stuck in place almost. Yep. So, she would want to go encourage him, but I think he would probably be mortified. Um, so, yeah, she, if she says anything encouraging to him, uh, it, I don't know if it would register with him. He was, and he'll say, um, they told me I would be cool if I kissed the flagpole. So, but I'm scared to, but will I be cool if I do it? Oh. Okay, so she talks mad a bit. She says, no, that tries to explain that they're they're just mean boys and he doesn't get it but she just like grabs his hand and walks him into the school because she's afraid he's otherwise going to kiss this flagpole that's stuck out there and still he's watching yeah um physical contact yes (laughs) (laughs) physically drag this child into school yeah does Brad pass out (laughs) (laughs) no because it's probably I mean, because she's this protective young provider, I think that, I think Aelin has her own kind of mom hold 
That's what my mom always called it. <laughs> right? Like, it, it's not gentle. She's not just, like, leading this sweet boy into school. It's like, get your butt into class. <laughs> right? <laughs> Enough fooling around. Um, while she's doing this, uh, you hear the telltale rumble of um, uh, the only the only kid who drives a Mustang in the school. Um, here comes Brett uh, to class. Brett parks his car in the bus loop, which he knows he's not supposed to do, um, <laughs> and is sprinting out out of his car. Um, he has to go back because he forgot to turn it off. Um, and then when he leaves the second time, he leaves the, one of the doors open um, and is running. Uh, he's got, like, a trapper keeper in one hand <laughs> um, and uh, uh, something else in his other, um, maybe, like, a like a brown paper bag, um, and is, like, charging into school. And then he sees his little brother um, getting pulled into to the building by Aelin, and he kind of does a double take, and he's, like... Um, he like kind of like has this dumb look in his face, and is like, "What's go? What, Brad? What are you doing, little bro?" And he looks at Aelin and he's like, "What happened to him?" And Aelin would want to try to help him save face because she would be afraid that he would make fun of him too. Um. Because his big brother, uh, I'm assuming, makes fun of him as much as everyone else. But it's one of those moments that's like, well, I can make fun of my brother, but other people can't thing. Yeah. Uh, so she would say, he's fine, we just have to go to class. And try to ignore him and walk away. And he's like... Um, Nonplus. Yeah, yeah, he's like, okay, uh, cool. Uh, I gotta get... I'm late for algebra. Um, and then he... He hide high tails it out of there. Um, shoes are untied. <laughs> uh, I kind of want him to fall, but I don't think this is the time for him to fall. His shoes are definitely never tied, though, um, which is problematic because he's the star of the basketball team. <clears throat> um, okay, so uh, you you get in as you're getting in. You see Mr. Gus um, kind of mad walking out to the to Brett's car. <laughs> And um, ready to to try to figure out how to get this stupid thing out of the way again. Um, and so you you get to class, and um, Brad says um, that he has to. Uh, he he says thank you. Um, would he call her Miss? <laughs> he wouldn't know. Yeah, I think he'd awkwardly refer to her like he'd refer to a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Um. Or ma'am. Yeah, <laughs> He's gonna ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> for, for help. Thank you, Miss Ma'am, for helping me. Um, I have to go. And this is this is a school that ha- they they wouldn't call like remedial classes remedial. Like they would have some kind of special name for it. But what would it be though? Like rainbow or something, like a color. Like I have to go to Smart One. Smart One. It's always like start. It's always it's always this big, like happy tail on a on a kite that is 
terrible. So mm-hmm. yeah, like smart. I, no, I have to go to Aces. Okay. So they're always something like that. It's always an yeah. acronym, and if you say it, okay. it's an acronym. It sounds really fancy. Yeah. And when you like put out all the words, oh, it sounds dead. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, have to go to, you have to go to like Aces class. Okay. Aces assistive curricular education. Just yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just like that there's this whole separate ACES curriculum. So he has like ACES yeah. English and ACES Math, and um, he has to go do that. So he's like, I have to go. I have to go to my ACES Math class now. Yeah. Um, and and probably the even though uh, this program is supposed to be fully integrated into the school, they probably have their own wing. Right, or their own they hallway. Have, they, have, yeah. they have a hallway. Would the school district be able to afford, like, the portable classrooms? Like, they're in, like... Yeah, they're in, like, the shed out, outside the classroom, the outside the school. No, I don't think so. I, I know where you're... I, I like where you're going with it. Um, I... It be like, so, my office right now is in a temporary building that was built in the 70s. At what point does it become just a building? <laughs> yeah. Does it graduate? Yeah. But Yeah, I mean I like I, I think we can definitely do something with the portables. But I think the Aces kids should have their I like them having their own hallway. Right. Um because that puts them that puts the stigma of yeah. Like everything that this program, that the, the like the PTA probably pushed hard for it, and putting exactly. it in the school, act like they're accidentally like really stigmatizing the kids. That's right. That's right. Right. Yeah. For their well, own. That's what you and I were first thinking of when we thought of that acronym. That's how. Yeah. I'd only seen it work that way. The, the kids, you know who's in the portables is whatever the opposite of aces is. Like, whatever the, whatever the talented and gifted students are. I was in that, and they thought we were the, the students who were struggling. We got lumped with them. Uh, we were called the step kids. There you go, exactly. Student teacher enrichment program. Those are gifted programs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, that's the, that's the idea. Is, he is, is Brad is in the, uh, Brad's in the Aces program. <laughs> yep. And then the and then the step kids are in the uh, are in the the portable. Yep. The portable. And I think there's like all kinds of stuff we could do with that moving forward. Like it's not. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be a key part of this specific campaign, but uh, who knows what's going on out in those portables? <laughs> right. There's all. There could be all kinds of like nothing like that. <laughs> I'm thinking well, more no. like devil worshipping or yeah. <laughs> they're making but a Frankenstein monster. <laughs> but, but in real life, that's exactly the problem. It's like they don't know and they don't care. Yep. Mm-hmm. Devil worship as long as it doesn't bother the, the test scores. Yeah, it would be similar. Both of those groups are just stigmatized and completely oh. off on their own because nobody understands. They don't integrate them and... I didn't even. I didn't even think of the test. So this, this, there has to be at some point in this, this half of the school year, like the big standardized test that the whole school has to take. 
And yeah. that, that also needs its own dumb acronym. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a whole list I'll send you. <laughs> In Washington, it was the WASL. Washington Assessment of Learning. WASL. <laughs> 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 I totally took Yeah, that. here we go, WASLing. Maybe we can change something to make it waddle, and then the students will make fun of it. I like the waddle. The waddle. Diagnostic, descriptive. Uh, I can do this all day, guys. Oh, gross. That's the worst. What a terrible talent to have. Hey, you only got to be in education for, you know, 20-something years, and then they just come to you. Yeah. But I think that's a really good, I think that's really good, and I like when, yeah, Ralph, I'm sorry, uh, Ralph. Uh, Brad would definitely be in that, so I think that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and then Chris will be in this in every single step. Yep. Class, and then she she has a poor relationship with the board of education because she keeps sending them um, letters regarding the quality of the lab in the portables. Oh, yeah, we can do. I gotta I gotta think up a um like a, a PTA or like a school board meeting. Yeah, school board meeting, a public school board meeting. She would go to those. Um, and represent herself. Yeah, and, and she'd bring like she'd bring like um, poster boards with her. Yeah, it wouldn't be PowerPoint, it would be those no, it, it would, would be, be those the- on posters on easels. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> charts. Cool. I like it. <laughs> I mean, my mind is going off in a million different directions right now. It's like we're torturing our, our, our 1990s selves. Way to know, right? A little way bit. To, way, to save, way to save Brad from having to have elective surgery on his mouth. <laughs> That's good. He would, just, he would just have like a joker smile, I think. Because yeah. oh. his, his lips would be raw from having to get pulled off of there. Yeah, you. Yep. <laughs> Um, okay, so, um, Sam missed all of this and yep. went into school, and, uh, did we, did we determine what, what Sam thinks of Brittany? Not a fan. Not a fan. Okay. Um, their lockers are near each other, but not, not next to. Oh, that would be fun. Um, Figuring out like what their locker decorations, what your characters' lockers are decorated like. <laughs> so that's a it seems like a fun side art project <laughs> for, for people to work on. I'll send you. I'll send you some some uh, some mockups. I didn't even. I didn't hadn't even thought of that as something like as as a appeal to this game. Reliving decorating your locker in the nineties. I wish I had a locker now. <laughs> Are we, uh, High school kids, that was a, a big point of pride, right? Yeah. That, that was important to them. Uh-huh. Um, are we still... We're still in that group project together. Yeah. Right? Yeah, rehearsals are after school. Um, yeah. for It's still Phantom. Um, the, yeah. the lawsuit from Andrew Lloyd Webber has not come yet. Um, that, that will that will be there. Um uh sam walks in and she's kind of dragging her feet um because she doesn't want to go to her first class even though she made it here on time she's still kind of looking for uh ways to be almost late um she missed the whole the whole conflict outside Brittany is at her locker kind of with this huffy look on her face 
and then uh, Brett comes running in um, at 100 miles an hour. Uh, really, a real spaz, right? He's running, but he's, like, flailing everything everywhere. <laughs> and uh, he sees Brittany there, and they had just had a fight, right, because um, of what happened at rehearsal with Brett not getting cast, and then he he shoved Jesse down um, when Jesse put his hands on like around on Brittany's waist, I think it was. Um, yeah. And uh, he stops, and um, Brittany sees him, but she's trying to act like she didn't see him, right? Like she doesn't know that he's there, but she's she obviously knows that he's there. Um, and he, uh, <laughs> Brett runs past her, and then he does that like goofy teenage boy like walk backwards. <laughs> To, to look at her and it, and it is like um like hey uh, what's up brit <laughs> and she she makes the face that, that, is the that Chris would have. yeah the face that the dr mike dando is making right now is also <laughs> the look uh, annoyance and disgust and disgust and, it's... and also weariness <laughs> this guy um so she she looks up at him and uh she's just like whatever and um he's and then uh uh Brett doesn't know how to process that and he's like well whatever and um I'm late <laughs> I got to take this test <laughs> and then uh resumes charging off um and Brittany turns around she um, her the inside of her locker door is just pictures of him, <laughs> and and then she uh, she slams it shut. Um, the inside of Brittany's locker door would definitely have pictures of them on it, and so that would definitely make her mad when she's mad at him. She turn around and see his face, but also but also pictures of like. Uh, like you kids on the block. Yes, yes, it, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> like, there's like, still, there's still, there's still that, still that. Yeah, we have an echo. Yeah, we have it. I was just looking to try. And, I was just making a list of what, um, what Chris, what pictures Chris would have in her locker. I think she'd have to have one of Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap. <laughs> That was an excellent show. Oh, I know, right? Uh, she definitely has. Yep. yep. You know, I think. Um, uh, so Brittany's visibly upset. Yeah. So Sam will just kind of sigh. You know that like resigned sigh. Mm-hmm. Like, are you all right? Um, she, she turns to look at Sam and what's something really catty that she would say? This is the problem. Like, I, I can't, wait, what am I thinking? Of course I can. (laughs) I grew up with two sisters. Of course I can come up with like catty teenage girl dialogue. (laughs) Uh, like mind your own business or it's not your problem. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, just leave me alone. Even though Sam was trying to be decent after trying to avoid drama all morning. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, she is aggressively not here for this ish, but she also is has been, right? She's got that empathetic thing, right, we talked about, mm-hmm. that she keeps to arm's length, but when it, like, it's two lockers down, it's just like, ugh, I have to do this. Okay. Um, all right, well... Uh, whatever, I guess I'll see you in English then. Brit. <laughs> uh, she um, she probably curses at Sam under her breath. Um, <laughs> and and stomps off. Um, English isn't your first class. I still need to come up with everybody's class schedules. Uh, when I'm finished with real work, then I'll come up with your fake schedules. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that, that's why I get like yeah. that class they're in. So yep. it's like yep. Not specific. Oh yeah, theory. yeah. So because like, yeah. oh, that's, that's right. Funny. Because of the uh, the Julius Caesar rap project that they're supposed to be working on. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, so let's end, let's end this week, uh, at lunch. Um, so they're, they're in the cafeteria. Um, it's, uh, Taco Tuesday, Taco Pizza Tuesday. (laughs) Um, if you remember Taco Pizza. Taco Pizza? You put them together? You guys didn't have Taco Pizza at your school? It's gross. Oh, that sounds glorious. Oh. It had the the iceberg lettuce and it was like a little rectangle. It was a. It was a usually a rectangle, uh, ground beef and cheddar. That sounds real healthy. Super yeah. well. This was the Plymouth Canton educational <laughs> system where I grew up in Southeast like, Michigan. <laughs> that's a vegetable. Suck it. Yeah. So yep. Yeah. Right yeah. Like whatever. Yep. Kids just eat whatever kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So it's it's that's lunch, taco pizza. It's taco pizza day. And uh, there are some kids who are still kind of making fun of Brad about what happened this morning. Um, he sits at a table with the other kids from Aces, so um, they're okay. And they're they're probably they probably have a game that they're obsessed with. I don't know if Pogs would have been a thing by '92 or not. Um, oh, I think so. But I, I think we could probably retcon to say we can, that. We can yeah, Brad is. And we need sponsors. <laughs> yeah, Pogs. If you're listening and you want to give us a grant, um, fill out there, Pogs. The dollars that you have to your name. People would all be really nice and really cool to each other. Like everyone's jerks to them, but they're all just like really kind and hang out and play Pogs. Yep. You know? Yeah. Alf Pogs. Alf Pogs. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um. And uh, you see, um, uh, Brett has his tray, his his plastic lunch tray. He's he's got two pieces of taco pizza. He's got his carton of chocolate milk. He's got like the soggy French fries, um, and pudding. oh yeah, <laughs> you have either pudding or a fruit cup that has the cherries. The, the snack, oh, the snack, the pack. snack pack. Yep. He probably took both. <laughs> probably took both. Well, Brett, it's, it's Brett. Brett is, uh, he needs the energy for basketball practice. Um, yeah. Uh, and you, and you would hear him saying like, 
I didn't even want to be in that stupid play anyway because I got practice. We're going to states this year. When they are very bad. <laughs> They're not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're looking at like a three and twelve season. <laughs> and they're going, they're going to win. Yeah. Gotta get ready for states. You gotta get ready for states. Right. Um, and you see him like he's he's like walking around craning his neck. Um, you guys can figure out I guess where your characters would sit. Um, he would. He would, but he would he would look out. He he, he would bump into Aelin, um and remember her from this morning. He doesn't have a good memory. Um, and he, he would be like, um, like, Hey, have you seen, have you seen, uh, Brit anywhere? <laughs> I can't find her. She's not at our usual table. And they, they definitely would have like their designated, like wherever the cool kids table is. Um, you look, Brittany's not there. In the, in the corner. Yeah. Yep. The yeah, corner. Chris, because Chris was the one who watched them have a fight, right? Yeah, she saw. He remembers her from this morning helping out his little brother. Oh, Aylin, he's asking. Aylin. Oh, Aylin, Yeah, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Aylin would be super confused because why would she have any idea where Brit's at or Brittany is at? Yeah. Um. So she just kind of look at him and be like, "No, sorry." <laughs> we gotta move on. <laughs> um. <laughs> he's like okay well thanks for nothing um you see him go he takes the he takes the pudding cup off his tray and he gives it to to brad <laughs> as he walks by the aces table um he might be he might actually be now that i think about it i kind of got to rewatch that i got to rewatch both of those um <laughs> I so I I've wanted to show that movie in class for so long. I just can't work up the nerve to do it. Maybe I should. <laughs> um the only exam question is what just happened? Uh, <laughs> on my exams a totally fine question. <laughs> yep. <laughs> explain uh, explain what you think just happened. Um, he, uh, so as, as Brett is moving through the cafeteria, um, he would see Sam, um, and he, he knows Sam, um, and he's like, it's like, hey, uh, like, have you seen Brittany anywhere? I can't find her. That's Sam? Yeah. He's now as both of us. Yep. Look, man. I'm not in charge of keeping your. Not in charge of your girlfriend. <laughs> as as Sam tells him that, um, while she's like he asks, and then as soon as she starts talking, he takes like an absurdly large bite of taco pizza. <laughs> has like the grease all like on his face right away. Um, and is like chewing with his mouth open. Um, and he's like, okay, well, thanks. Um. And you see him go, and he goes back to the cool kids' table, and uh, you hear him like he throws his arms up. He's like, "I couldn't find her anywhere." <laughs> um, and uh, you go back back about just eating your lunch, and um, the principal 
um, comes in, Mrs. Stark, uh, and you see her um, go to uh, one of the... There's probably a couple of um, like parents who act as, as like lunch monitors, I think, here. Um, and she goes to one of the one of the moms who's who's there, one of the lunch ladies, um, and you see her, she puts her hand on her shoulder and she leans in and she, like, she says something to this woman, and this woman, like, she covers her, her face really quick um, and uh, rushes out of the cafeteria, um, and Mrs. Stark goes to the other, the other lunch aide, um, and there's a, a similar exchange, and this... Uh, uh, that other one <laughs> runs out <laughs> as well, <laughs> and um, <laughs> she, um, she, this would, this so their cafeteria would have to be like one of those multi-purpose like big spaces, like in my like it's like the cafetorium, yeah. Um, and so she she climbs up, she gets on the stage, um, which is like a huge. The kids have been, uh, if, if, if corporal punishment was a thing at this school, the kids would have had it beaten into them that they do not go on the stage during lunch. Um, Mrs. Stark gets on the stage and she says, um, uh, excuse me, uh, everybody, um, I need everybody to remain calm, um, which of course, like, makes the kids less calm. And she says, um, I need all of you to report to your homerooms immediately. And that's where we're going to end. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, was it, did you say a parent gave her... Gave Miss Stark the the disturbing information. Uh, the other way around. Mrs. Stark, Mrs. Stark came in, and oh, okay, and told the the parent. Okay. Um, told the told the two lunch monitors this. They ran out, and then she made the announcement okay, that it. all students got have to report it. to homeroom. Okay, so she gives uh, to the parent chaperones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> we have to save these pictures. The, the images that go along with this.